0: touch my hair, when it's the feelings I wear, don't touch my soul, when it's the rhythm I
1: Everybody, I'm not going to tell you today's date because I don't know when I'm going to post it, but you are listening to Black Hair Care Matters podcast, and I'm your host, Queen Quemo. Today, we're going to talk about somebody legendary in the hair care industry, somebody who's influential uh, for anyone who started a, a hair clip God damn it! I can't talk. But anybody who has started a, a a hair care line, you probably have aspirations of being like this woman right here, Madame C.J. Walker. We're gonna talk about it. So, for those of you who don't know who Madame C.J. Walker is, Madame C.J. Walker, A.K.A. Sarah Breadlove, she was an African American entrepreneur, philanthropist. I can't say that word for shit, Philanthropist and political and social activist. Walker uh, was one of the wealthiest African-American businesswomen from her time. Uh, she was self-made in America uh, and she died in the year 1919. So although she eulogized as the first female self-made millionaire in the USA, her step was worth more than $600 million upon her death. According to Walker's obituary in the New York Times. So, reasons why you need to know who Madame C.J. Walker is. Madame C.J. Walker, not only was she one of the richest um, African American women of her time, I think she was like the first millionaire uh, back then, you know, the first female black millionaire of that time. But just to understand the legacy and the things that she did from her time. So, you know what? Let me play a clip that's going to tell you all a little bit more about Madame better than what I can.
0: Real legacy. Not even her poor and difficult beginnings stymied Madame Walker's road to greatness. Born December 23rd, 1867, roughly two years after the alleged emancipation of her race, she was an orphan at seven, a wife at 14, a mother at 17, and a widow by 20. The woman who would become known as the first self-made female millionaire and the greatest benefactress of her race was born the daughter of Owen and Minerva Breedlove, poor ex-slaves living on a cotton farm in Louisiana. They named their special little girl Sarah Breedlove. A washerwoman by trade At the age of 33 in 1900, Sarah began selling a product door to door which she had formulated to remedy her own hair loss. She pinpointed the root of her hair problems, which was the scalp, and created hair care products and a beauty regimen for hair growth and maintenance that focused on the need for a clean and healthy scalp, scalp protection, and scalp stimulation for maximum hair growth. Her first product would eventually be called Madam C.J. Walker's Wonderful Hair Grower, and she boldly and proudly used her own likeness on her jars and her own before and after pictures to demonstrate her product's effectiveness. Her Madam's own words, she abhorred the impression held by some that she claimed to straighten hair. She emphatically stated, I grow hair. And that there would be no hair growing business today had i not started it she described her concept and method of hair growth as beauty culture because she compared growing hair to growing and cultivating garden plants she then broadened this concept of beauty culture by incorporating the value of cleanliness and professionalism which emphasized the overall appearance moral conduct and character of the black woman Black women from all over the country began writing letters to Madam Walker attesting to the benefits of her products.
1: Yes, y'all. So that clip, you can find it on YouTube and it's called Madam CJ Walker first female self-made millionaire. So that's something that, number one, just looking up this information about her, it gave me chills, gave me a lot of inspiration because it's pretty much like the same type of goals I have for my hair care line and for my black people and for my black women in particular, I feel exactly the same. It's kind of like we've like made a connection somewhere in the universe. But anyways, let me not get all into that. But, um, you know, everybody really when they bring up Madame cj Walker's name they always think about the perms and the straighteners and all of that but her very first products that she ever really like first put out there was growth stimulation products so she had the wonderful hair grower uh scalp ointment she had um uh let me pull up some of her products she had quite a few products but her initial products was for um stimulating hair growth, you feel me? And so the reason why she created it was because she needed them herself. And so like I really like as I started this hair care line and I started doing my own products and like I really started becoming really passionate about it. That's really Exactly like <laughs> why I started with my damn line because I needed the shampoo and conditioners myself and then I started seeing people around me that needed things and so I've been using my own products myself. That's exactly what happened to her because she was on the plantation. She was living in the cotton, uh the cotton plantations, and she had started losing all her hair. She had caught some type of disease or some type of uh I forgot what she called. I'm going to look it up for a second, but she caught something uh, that took her hair away from her. And so, as her hair started, uh, you know, disappearing, that's when she started, like, experimenting and trying to uh, find things to, like, you know, um, make her hair grow back. So, originally, she had uh, some products. She had uh, Tan Off that was some skin bleaching cream, which I'll get into that later, in the later part of this episode. Uh, She had the Glossine which was like um, the glossing is like for softening your hair. So it was like some gloss to uh, use to soften your hair. She had um, the wonderful scalp ointment was supposed to help heal the scalp. So people who suffer from like uh, alopecia and things of that nature, this ointment was supposed to help like your hair heal and grow. Then she had the regular scalp ointment, the wonderful scalp ointment was supposed to help your hair grow. So she had quite a few products in the beginning. Now what's even crazier about this, her manufacturer company like, uh, that did her products was in Indianapolis, Indiana. So that's even more like interesting because, um, she wasn't from Indiana. She was from, I want to say, um, what was Madame C.J. Walker from? She was from Louisiana, I think. Let me pull up and see, so I could be sure. Let's see. Okay, let's see. I'm pulling up a, a article about her, so I could be sure. Yeah, so she was born in Delta, Louisiana. She ended up moving to, you know, the Bronx. Uh, she ended up moving to New York. Like, she lived in New York for a while, and she died kind of young. She was only 51 when she died. So, like, she did a whole lot. But what ended up happening, and this is where it just kind of was interesting to me, because, like, you know, Madame CJ Walker, her, like, business, it exploded. Like, it blew up. And she was really, really known, like, for all of her contributions in the community. Like, she did a lot of... uh political movements. She helped fund a lot of political mu- movements. She tried um, helping with um, getting uh, lynchings to be a federal crime. Matter of fact, let me play a clip with that, it's a, a clip that goes a little bit into that. Hold on a second.
2: You know, I think people are really surprised when they learn how politically active and politically conscious Madam C.J. Walker was. She had grown up in Delta, Louisiana, which is an area that was really racked with political violence. So I think this consciousness about the rights of African-Americans was planted in her mind very early. As she became more powerful and as people called upon her to contribute to organizations like the NAACP, She wanted to make a difference and make people more conscious and try to help pass legislation that would make lynching a federal crime. In Harlem, there was a silent protest parade where 10,000 African-Americans marched up Fifth Avenue. She was on the executive committee of the New York NAACP which had organized that march after this silent protest parade she and a group of harlem leaders traveled to washington dc hoping to meet with president woodrow wilson to persuade him to support legislation that would make lynching a federal crime so she wanted to use the power of these hundreds of african-american women who were her sales agents to speak out on political issues of the day to make a difference to race consciousness
1: Yeah, so there you have it. That was a clip that I pulled up from YouTube. Uh, it was called Madame C.J. Walker's Biography, and uh, it'll just give you more information about who she was, the type of things that she did, the things that she uh, viewed, and she really was very, very like political. Like the more wealth she acquired, the more her nor- notoriety increased. Uh, she became like very, very vocal about her views like, in 1912, she had addressed the annual gathering for the National Negro Business League, and from the conventional floor, she declared, like, that she, you know, came from the cotton field from down south, and, you know, she was promoted from that to washing the tubs, and then from there, she went from uh, being, you know, a person that washed the tubs to the cook in the kitchen, and then from there, like, You know, she turned herself into a businesswoman. Like, she started her own manufacturing, like, hair good company. You feel me? Like, she built her own empire from the ground fucking up. Like, she was, like, a slave. You feel me? Like, she was a house worker. She came from absolutely fucking nothing and built herself an empire. And not only was her empire, like... Not only was her empire, like... Uh, beneficial for herself. It helped her community. Like she was helping a lot of women. Uh, hair grow. She was helping a lot of people in her community with her uh contributions and donations. Like she helped raise so much money for like the YMCA. Uh, for Indianapolis Black community. She was pledging like all type of um uh ple- pledging all type of uh donations. You feel me? Like she did a lot. Like she did a lot for our people. But like for me personally, like. I always like kind of was angry with her. And this is because what I was taught. I was taught, you know, that that she made the perm, she made, you know, the hot comb. She did all of these like things. Like I loved her for becoming a millionaire, but I hated her for like investing so many things to show our people how to be somebody that they wasn't. You feel me? Now me like becoming older and becoming more mature and like trying to put my mind. Into a place of where she was, I, I I would assume that, you know, that's what was in for all of them, you know, lightening their skin. Cause, you know, yeah, she did have lightening creams, like to for black people to start bleaching their skin, become a little lighter. And then she did have, you know, the pressing uh, cones and she did have a perm. So for me, I was always angry like, you was a millionaire. You had all of this money and you showing our people how to coon the fuck out. But see, I was never taught the political side of her, like how she like showed so many women, like she put people in positions, like you know how people sell Avon, right? They were selling Madame CJ Walker uh, products, so she was like basically letting these women like do a little franchise. She had built schools so women could learn how to do hair, and it really helped employ so many people. You feel me? So it was like, you know, I never knew that side of her. You know what I'm saying? They don't teach that side of her in school. They don't teach like all of the, <laughs> all of the like politics that's associated with a person. They just will show you like what you should remember her as, you know, like I was taught that she was a millionaire, but then when I asked what she created, everybody always taught me, oh, she created the perm. She created the the straightening comb or she created, you know, uh, the bleaching cream. Nobody never told me That she created, you know, hair growth strengthening cream and that she believed that in healthy, like long hair that you could see her before and after pictures. If you Google her before and after pictures before she started using her own products up until, you know, after she started using them, how healthy and long her hair was. And so, you know, just learning that about her like was amazing. And so, um, yeah, she died pretty young, y'all. She was like 51 years old. You know, I guess she had kidney failure, you know, and that's what she died from. But, you know, she was, you know, she did her thing. You feel me? Like, especially in that time frame, y'all got to think about it. Like 1900s, it was so much bullshit from after slavery. You know, slavery had barely ended, like, shit in the 1900s. You know what I'm saying? Like, it barely fucking ended. It was just now, like, becoming to be over. Here it is. She come from working in the plantation in the cotton field to, like, Building her own motherfucking empire. Like, if that ain't some motivation for, like, anybody listening, I don't know what will be. And even the fact that, like, she was showing people how to, like, take care of their hair. Like, that she created those products like with what she could find in the house with limited resources. She really found a way to take care of your hair and take care of your scalp. And so for me, like just learning all that stuff about her, it was confirmation that I'm making the right moves and that it really motivated me even more. And just to know that like her manufactured company was in Indianapolis, Indiana was even more of motivation for me. So if you uh, get some time, Do some more research about Madame CJ Walker, uh, about like her legacy, her political views. Um, you know, just check her out. Check her out. You know what I'm saying? Like Madame CJ Walker, if you are like listening to this podcast and you're a hair care company or you're thinking about starting your own hair care line or whatever, I think that, you know. If that's something that you're interested in, this woman should be on the bulletin board. Like she gives you an example of what healthy hair is supposed to be like, what an empire looks like, you know, and how you start from absolutely nothing. And you know, you could take your shit to the next level. So shout out to her. So that's all I got for y'all today. Just a little random conversation about my girl, Madam CJ Walker. So y'all know I gotta let y'all know what's going on with me. Y'all know I released some new products. So if you haven't been checking out my new products, you better get your ass in check and get your ass in line because I'm trying to make that scalp back healthy and shiny. Trying to make them edges grow back. Trying to make them them ends get back smooth and healthy so they won't keep splitting. Okay. So we got the Queen Quaymon Moisturizing Shampoo and Conditioner. We got the Natural Hair Care Journal log. They give you some tips, give you some recipes in there, and show you how to like thoroughly take care of your hair. You know, add some extra <clears throat> to the shit. You feel me? We got the um herbal growth stimulation oil. So those who are suffering from alopecia, who are uh, losing their edges. Who just need help with getting their hair growing, getting it stimulated. You got a beard that's not connecting, and it looked like Anthony Hamilton's. Go ahead and grab some of this herbal stimulation oil. Okay, that's really good for doing just what the fuck I said that it's gonna do: herbal stimulation oil. And we got the lemon coconut uh milk, and that's moisturizing lotion. So it's kind of like pink oil, but only all herbal and oil-based. It's all natural, 100% natural. It's going to soften your hair. It's going to add some shine to your hair, and it's going to help with promoting healthy, moisturized, growing hair, okay? So right now, I got a promotion going on. I got um, a bundle pack, so that's going to include the herbal stimulation oil, the lemon coconut milk, the moisturizing shampoo and conditioner, and the book published by moi, okay? that bundle pack is $50. But if you buy it on, um, well, I ain't going to say on Fridays, but specifically on Fridays, I always throw a sale. So if you buy them on Fridays, you can use the promo code, promo. I mean, (laughs) if you buy it on Fridays, you can use the promo code Black Friday Momo. No spaces, no caps. Black Friday Momo. You'll save 20% on your purchase. Okay. So I feel like that's worth it. It's a $50 bundle. It's all good for promoting healthy hair growth, and I always am always, always, always in the house experimenting, creating new products, t- testing the pH balance, making sure it's safe and secure. I'm working on the skincare line. I'm first trying to heal my skin because I've been having acne since I was 10 years old. So if, if y'all keep paying attention and seeing that my skin is... <laughs> popping. You feel me? That y'all know that it's about time for that skincare line to launch. So thank y'all for listening to the Black Hair Care Matters podcast. I love each and every one of y'all. Do your research. Take care of your roots. Take care of your hair. Drink some water. Eat some fruits and vegetables. Stop stressing out about them goddamn kids or that sorry ass baby daddy or that worthless ass friend that you got. Don't stress. Be blessed. You feel me? When you're healthy your hair healthy. When you ain't got no stress, your hair won't be no mess. Okay? I don't know if that makes sense to y'all, but God damn it, it makes sense to me. (laughs) I'm out of here though. I love y'all. Keep listening to the Black Hair Care Matters. Go ahead and tell your friends, tell your mama, tell your daddy, tell your granddaddy, tell your uncle, tell your cousin, tell everybody, all the bald-headed hoes. Let's get the bald-headed whole shit right here on the Black Hair Care Matters podcast. Y'all tune in. I'm out. Hey y'all, what's up? This is your girl Queen Cuomo. Do me a favor. Take a listen to my other podcast show, Queen Cuomo. That's right, Queen Cuomo available on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, etc. You can check out Queen Cuomo Podcast. Uh and get you some laughs, get you some comedy, get you some politics all in one. It's just like sitting on the couch at your cousin house. You feel me? With your favorite cousin though, because I'm everybody's favorite cousin. Check out Queen Cuomo Podcast, y'all. Also, make sure that you subscribe to my website, and that's queencuomo.com. Thanks for for everything, y'all. I appreciate it.